You're listening to From Silence, Something to Say, a podcast dedicated to finding the wisdom that we need to lead a more flourishing life. I'm Father Rob Lord, and I welcome you to this second season of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. As I begin this new season of podcasts, I'm focusing on what I call flourishing words, words taken from the scriptures that are core to my understanding of the way of God and the way of Jesus Christ. I follow Jesus of Nazareth because I'm convinced that through his living, dying, and rising, he really reveals God's way in which life can be most truly lived, in which we can truly flourish. As I record this particular episode, we are now in the 10th day of a national tragedy and protests which have erupted throughout the nation, in the United States and throughout the world, over the horrific murder of a black man by the name of George Floyd, which once again has revealed the entrenchment of racial injustice and racism that has been a long time challenge and difficulty for all of us here. And that's why this first word, I believe, is so essential. The word is listen. Listening comes first. And we need to put listening back where it belongs, at the beginning in every aspect of life and faith. But more specifically, we need to listen to the groans. Listen to the groans. I want to use a passage from the New Testament letter of Paul to the Romans. In the great chapter of Romans 8, much loved and prized. And at the beginning of that chapter, we have this tremendous declaration that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And then at the very end of Romans 8, again, the unbelievably magnificent statement of faith that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. But I want to explore with you for a moment that the scripture that is in between these two passages, verses 22 through 27, we read about three groans to which all followers of Jesus need to listen. There's no shortcut from the first part of the chapter to the last part. What does it mean to listen to the groans? To answer that question, I've taken some inspiration from N.T. Wright, the Anglican bishop and great scripture scholar. In his book, The Crown and the Fire, he has a wonderful sermon in which he examines these verses about the three groans. I've also been deeply influenced by South African Methodist pastor Trevor Hudson, and he has written a small book called Listening to the Grounds. And with their help, I want to try to get at this because I think it has so much to do with this world in which we live today. Let me start by expressing it very simply. We are challenged as Christ followers, as the people of God, to be vulnerable enough to listen to the groans of the world, of creation, of humanity, to be still long enough to hear the groans within ourselves, and also to find hope and strength for the journey by relying on the groans of the Holy Spirit within us to lift up groans that we cannot utter ourselves. 
I like the way Trevor Hudson says it. As we listen to the groans of others, we build a bridge between our inner journey and the outer journey of those around us. In doing so, we find ourselves being delivered from a private spirituality. First of all, we need to listen to the groans of creation, of this world that God loves. In verse 22 of Romans 8, Paul says, We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now. Imagine yourself circling the globe and listening carefully for the cries of creation. Where are you drawn to touch down and immerse yourself? Where are you repelled and inclined to flee? Maybe you've had experiences in your past where your heart was opened and your soul was broadened to the groans of creation. You were vulnerable and you found ways to respond lovingly. Let me tell you about one in my own journey. In 1998, in the parish where I was serving, I was invited by a man named Don who had been leading medical missions to Haiti for over 15 years. And he invited me to come. I'll never forget it as long as I live. As I arrived in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, I was in a different world. And then we drove to Torbeck, Haiti, to visit St. Paul's Episcopal Church, doing work of healing and compassion and mission in that place. And there was a little boy that I befriended. His name was Wesley, and he was a great mentor to me, sharing with me about his life, the conditions of his life, and he revealed to me such beauty and dignity and truth. And I thought about how my life needed to be awakened to the immense uh, privileges that I had and to the inequality and injustice of the world. It broadened my horizons, and I began to listen to the groans of the world. I'll share a picture of Wesley with you in my podcast notes. So in silence, we can begin to think and reflect around questions, like what are the human cries that surround me at home, at work, in the community? And which one is God calling me to respond to? Which are those things that frighten me? And from which do I want to flee? And what is God saying to me through these cries? Questions like this can help us deepen our capacity to listen and to respond to the groans in our midst. But the passage goes on to describe the second groan. We groan. We groan within ourselves. Listen again how Paul puts it in Romans 8.25. Not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly. In his book, Listen to the Groans, Trevor Hudson reveals a story where he was in a conversation with Gordon Cosby, great pastor at Church of Our Savior in Washington, D.C. And he said these words to Trevor, when you go back to South Africa and you stand up to preach and teach, remember always that each person sits next to their own pool of tears. Each one of us carries in our hearts personal wounds as well as the wounds of the nation. 
I see God's hand at work in these protests and these days in which we are living to see the pain and the wounds of our brothers and sisters of color and also our own wounds within us. And so we are not insulated from the pain of the world. Listen for the groans within you. What is the pool of tears beside you? And what is the pain that fills it? And lastly, when we put listening first, we can listen to the deepest groan of all, the groan of the Spirit. As Paul points out in this passage from Romans, not only are we prayed for by the ascended Jesus, but we also are prayed in by the Holy Spirit. Listen to how he puts it. We do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. Again, as Trevor says, we worship a God who grieves, who weeps, who suffers, and who groans with us and for all the world. When we listen to these groans of God, we become a different kind of person, a different kind of Christ follower, a different kind of church. We become part of God's people that longs to relieve God's suffering in God's people. And once we listen to the groans of the world, our own, and of the Spirit, we will want to respond. But where do we begin? We can't reach out to all the groans around us. But we can pray and listen deeply and ask God, which groan has my name written on it? What is God's prayer for you and for the part you will play in God's dream, what would it mean for you and for me to be an answer to God's prayer within us? Well, it's been good to be with you, my friends, through this podcast. And I pray that we can all join together in taking efforts to listen to the groans. And in doing so, find that we are actually participating both in word and in action in the dream of God. This is an opportunity I believe that God has placed before us all. May we rise to it in faith, in love, and in trust. Well, there's more coming soon. I'm looking forward to my first Conversatio Divina, my sacred conversation with a very special guest. I'll be recording that next week and I'll be placing it out there soon. It's gonna be wonderful. So ever with you on this journey, my dear friends, Flourish in God and know that you are his beloved ones always.